rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up, everybody? This is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. Unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history. Decency. Say it with me. Decency. Dignity. Democracy. Humanity. We need more. Yay! Go team. We have to come up with a better cheer. Yes, yes, yes. Come on, everybody. This is our regularly scheduled Friday evening show. I see that the the camera's blurry behind me. It must be some kind of filter. And thank you, Pookie's Mommy. I see you in the chat. And thank you for your super chat. Happy Friday, Tara Buster and the world's best chat room. Exactly. If you are on, if you if you want to watch the show with with and in with the greatest people, the greatest patriots ever, and the greatest people, and uh, people from all over the world too. We do have some international fans and people who hang out in the chat room. Uh, come and join the greatest chat room in American history at youtube.com slash c for channel slash tarabuster and hello winston nice to see you so we'll you know more people will be showing up this is what happens usually so thank you so much for all your support we had i i really i appreciate everybody we we hung out yesterday i had a good time getting out of my own head getting out of my own way i you know my my mind is a bad neighborhood, as I was saying to Robin Kincaid, our friend Robin Kincaid. The, my mind's a bad neighborhood. I don't want to go in there alone. I need you guys with me. I don't want to. I need backup, you know. So we when we need each other. That's how it works. That is how we were made. This is how we were created to be together, and uh, that's why we feel each other's pain. We have most people, you know, normal people, not sociopaths, but that infest the CEO class and, uh, um, sadly, the halls of power. Uh, we there are ways we could do something about that, and I'm not just talking about getting out the national razor, like as the French called it, but you could, well, we could, for one thing, take money out of politics. And thank you, Diffuse OG. Good evening, listening to you on my way home from work. Perfect after a long day. Thank you. Thank you for taking us with you, Diffuse OG. Because it's not the same without you guys, that's for sure. So we, we're all in this together. It's nice to know you're, you're listening. And please be careful if you're driving. Don't, don't uh, veer off the road or anything. We need everybody in this fight. We will meet you at the barricades when the time is right. So, yeah, what was I saying? So, anyway, we had a nice show last... Uh, nice, whatever. I was glad I did a show. That's all I can say because I was in a, I was in a mood. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat right out of the gate as usual. Thank you, Jim. And Jim is also a moderator. So he's doing double duty in support of the show. And thank you, Diffuse, for your super chat. Very nice to see you. And and uh, thank you for remembering 
our regular Friday show. So, uh, yeah. So, well, tonight um, we will have a guest. Our millennial correspondent, Mark Middlestead, will be calling in. Or I'll call him around 930. Uh-oh. Tara Jr. is already here. I, I don't want to deal with his shit right now. <laughs> Let me show you. I mean, I love him, but let's see. Where are you? There he is. He's already. What do you look? He's looking at me. That's what he's doing. Meow. Can I get up there? No. So I I I don't know what it is. He was asleep. He was sound asleep. As soon as I start, I guess it's the theme music. It must have feels like an it's like his cue to to interject himself into the show. He must be very concerned about fascism, as we are, as we all are. So uh, what was, I just have to do some of our, you know, just the plugs so that helps keep us go going and growing. And as you guys know, we're always here on YouTube at, at this time around 8.30-ish p.m. on Friday evenings. But then I try to do at least one show during the week, hopefully maybe more if we get enough support. And if you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. I have to say we've uh, we've kind of hemorrhaged some patrons and i i do think it's probably because it's the holiday season and people are tightening their belts to because you know they want it they need to buy gifts and whatnot it's very expensive i understand that so i do hope they'll be back but we i went on the patron site last night to post last night's show and i was like Ugh! i almost had uh, i almost went into shock it made me a little sad I'm not, I don't take it personally. Well, maybe a little bit, but I, I of course appreciate all the support I can get. That's for sure. Or we can get. So, um, yeah, if you can become a page, I do have to revamp the patron page. So just letting you know, it's on my list of things to do. I made a list because if I don't make a list, it's not getting done. And that's on the things to do list. And I think I, I need to make it more concise and because uh, I offer mugs, right? I, we don't, I don't send that stupid door thing. Any, not a door, the uh, window cling. Nobody wants that shit. You want a mug. Oh, this is the horn. I have a, but we have a Tarabuster mug. So I'm drinking out of the horn mug. But so if you are a, a supporter of the show and you don't necessarily have to be a patron, just a supporter of the show. Just send me an email at tarabustermedia at gmail.com and I'll send you a mug. I'll send you a nice Tarabuster mug. But that's one of the perks at the um, of being a patron. And, you know, if you can, become a patron at patreon.com slash Devil. Even $2 a month is uh, is something because that helps get us up in the rankings and it does help so also uh yeah so i have to revamp the page and all that it's kind of you know it's always never stops that's why i have no time to be depressed i have to I just got to keep moving forward and what else oh uh, yeah and we're also i have to say i'm very um happy to be hosted on aps radio news as well another great 
independent media aggregate. So if you can, and uh, I, I highly, not just if you can, please support APS Radio News. Go check it out. There are other shows over there. And uh, I'm you know, all different points of view. And Charlie, the guy who runs it, is an incredible person. And that's one thing we all, all the Tarabuster community has in common. Great people trying to make the world a better place. Can we all agree on that, right? So, uh, all righty, all righty. Yeah. $2 a month is more than a says. It's true. It, could, it, it is true. Uh, it does add up. I understand. I get it, guys. Fucking times are tough. So, yeah, but there are practical things to uh, consider. At doing a show, it's not, it doesn't, you know, it does take, it takes an investment, not just in time, but in money. So everything takes money, as you know. The restream, the ecam, like all of that. Everything is, uh, the microphone, the friggin' cameras, the, but uh, whatever, whatever. And yeah, what, uh, okay, we're, let's do the damn show. It's now f- 15 minutes into it. And I'm still talking about, still begging for money, uh, but yeah all right if you can if you can some people have it better off than others i understand if you can't support the show financially tell your friends right i mean not don't tell your friends you can't support financially tell them to come hang out in the chat room and you know we don't have see this is what's so depressing too i guess this is a good point to just dive in because i was just reading before the show about the Nazi Nick Fuentes and he's 24 years old and it and he started his website not his website his uh his filth his vomit show in 2017 and he dropped out of school he was in uh he was in college and he dropped out of school because um, you know he was also getting, he was getting, uh, you know, people are having a response to him being a Nazi. Young, most young people, uh, it, it's uh, as um, it's heartening. It is very heartening to know that most young people are not Nazis. They hate Nazis, as we all should. Okay, I'll be right back. All right, this is Tara Devlin. So I'm talking about Nick Fuentes. So I was reading about him, and I was... Because how did Nick Fuentes go from this obscure dirtbag to... if From 2017 to having dinner with the former so-called president of the United States. Now, that's a, that's a pretty um, impressive leap didn't take that long and it's another example of how right-wingers it's this is the truth they they support each other they really do they support they uh all the the outliers the the outlier conservative voices and uh that's you know the I guess if 
Nick Fuentes was a little bit more about the dog whistles, he would be on Fox News. There's no doubt. He's hosted people who are are representatives of the United States, right? He's perjury trader Green and and others. Paul Gosar, that was another one. So I, I, you know, I was reading about him and I was just thinking like, how, how the hell, you know, there's, this is the, this is the problem. Right wing errs, they, I don't know what it is. They really do, um, support each other. And I, and I think that it's, uh, I don't know, it's kind of much to my eternal frustration that it doesn't, that doesn't happen on the left. So not everybody I'm saying, but really for the most part, you don't see, um, this show, for example, uh, they would never put me on, uh, I don't know, MSNBC or something like that, but that's what they do. You'll have diamond and silk on Fox news. They'll just pull them out from obscurity, but that's because they 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 know that they need the 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 propaganda to be everywhere so wherever if someone goes whether they stumble upon it or go there deliberately they want you to encounter this the filth of conservatism conservatism and they understand that they are masters of manipulation because they don't have anything else. They don't have policies to crow about, as we know. That's why everything that they talk about is is bullshit. It's always some uh, some fantasy, some fabrication, like oh, uh, they're being groomed. Or I mean, how many times do we have to go through this cycle? before everybody says will you shut the f up republicans give us a policy you know give us something that uh is give us something that you're fighting for that isn't from the realm of of uh QAnon fever dream what what do they have but we have this is what we're up against and this is another thing they're on twitter okay we've been talking about twitter a lot because Twitter is the reason I like Twitter. I have to say, I used to like it. Now it's a, it's a vomit show, but uh, the the it's because it's it was easy. Yeah, you go on there and there's all and you see what's trending and you encounter different um, news uh, that you, know, you can absorb the news quickly without from all different points of view, uh, unlike places like Reddit, where the, everything's kind of compartmentalized. So that's why I, uh, I liked Twitter, because I could s just go on there and scroll through and kind of get you get a picture of what's what's happening right now. But uh, and conservatives are always crying that they're being they're being canceled, right? They're being suppressed. Like, um, now the thing is, uh, Elon Musk vows to, uh, to get to the bottom of the Hunter Biden's laptop bullshit. Why the Hunter Biden laptop was suppressed because maybe because it's bullshit. 
and we have other shit to talk about? The evil Hunter Biden laptop. This is the other thing. They keep saying, it's real. Hunter Biden's laptop is real. Yeah, it's real. What does that mean, though? What's in the fucking laptop? Booby? Right? Wait, hold on. I have to look something up. And recently, Elon Musk, he tweeted about... he, He stumbled upon some Stay Woke shirts... There was a uh, stay woke shirt and he tweeted it out and he said that, yeah, oh, look, this, this was evidence of how it uh, obvious bias at Twitter. But the, the fact is truth has a liberal bias. And if you're, I, I, so conservatives no one's suppressing you. So if you think you're being suppressed, what's not what's being suppressed are your lies. So they're they want to post about um, how, for example, like perjury trader green. How come a, a the masks if a, if your underwear can protect you from a fart? How can a mask? protect you from COVID, shit like that. That's the kind of shit they, they spew. And that's, is that being suppressed? It was being removed from Twitter as part of the, the, uh, attempt to not kill, not needlessly send dummies to their cold early graves. And they consider that that's being that's being canceled they've been suppressed their their voices are being attacked they if they can't lie if they can't say the n-word and this is what i'm saying like because as we see now the since elon musk took over twitter it is it became a cesspool of of filth and Nazism, they and he's brought back such uh, avowed white supremacists, as if that's what you know. That's what's missing in conservatism, because, like he said, and we read that article of him, about him telling his the the whatever who who was whoever was left at Twitter that. Oh, yes, he believes that Twitter can save the world because, you know, rather than fighting, people can exchange ideas on Twitter. It will be a free exchange of ideas. Like what? Like trans people are less than human? Like gay people? Or gay people are going to hell, right? And uh, Democrats are are drinking adrenochrome. They're 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 grooming everyone, and and what else? You know, every other filthy lie under the sun. Trump won the election, right? Another one. Th- that's the other stuff that was being removed from Twitter: the filth, the lies, the shit that gets people killed, the violence. So no one uh, removed, as far as I know, there were no tweets removed that said, we believe in limited government and uh, no taxes on the fucking rich. Hold on. I'll be right back. 
Am I? Hey, anybody can. So, can anybody point out to me if that's what has any tweets from conservatives saying that they believe that no, the rich should not be taxed and there should be no regulation, deregulation. Nobody, nobody removed these tweets. Low taxes, deregulation. What else is supposedly a conservative value? Um, I guess that's it. No, uh, no government. So, as, and even with the with the owning, uh, I mean the well, the owning the libs. You know my the way I feel about that. If you're if you're motivated, if that's your motivation, owning the libs. This is another thing I can't stand about the corporate media. They never. They never take. They'll they'll say that conservatives will want to own the libs. That's the only thing they want to do. But they won't make that extra. They won't take the extra step of critical thinking, and say that uh, the truth. That if that's your motivation, then you are not a patriot. You are a one of the the domestic enemies. The founders warned us about you're you're motivated by upsetting your fellow americans that's what you want to do could you imagine if liberals have behaved like that we want to what we want to make you uh not use the, the your the bathroom that you feel like you need to use right you know what i mean imagine that that would never happen of course the oh conservatives are yeah they're so put upon but what are liberals trying to do ensure that they don't die without health care maybe get them some health care right living wages retirement security i need to look something up i can't find because they're Anyway, whatever. I have to call. I don't have to, but I want to call Mark, our millennial correspondent, in a few minutes. We'll get his perspective on this. We're going to go on Twitter. Yes. Not Twitter. Why? I keep saying Twitter. I guess because Twitter, I got Twitter on the brain. All right, let me just call him now since we're talking about it. I hope he's standing by. Let's do this. Let's do this, kids. Bing, bong, bong. Uh-oh. Wonderful. What the hell is going on? No, he's not picking up. Great. Bong, bing, bong. All right, well, there you go. I thought we were supposed to uh, do a show. I, I thought I was supposed to call him at this time. Bing, bong, bong. See what happens when you're doing a show? When you try to do a show? Mm. Anyway, all right. Well, I'll have to wait for him to text me and see if he wants to call in or not. 
Hmm. See what I'm saying, guys? And this is the show that we, um, you know, have to give to progressive voices. So it's supposed to be a good one. Yo, yo, yo. I'm just trying to text him. Yo. I called you. What's up? All right. That's it. Bung, bing, boom. Mm-mm-mm. Hold on. Sorry, guys. You see, this is what we need. Complete dead air. On a show. <laughs> That's the terror. That's how that'll get me a lot of patrons. Just absolute dead air on Terror Buster. All right. Anyway. Okay. You know, this is, we just keep going. We keep rolling with it. I don't know where Mark is, but if he texts me, we'll call him back. Otherwise, we will just move on. We'll move on and we will uh, have a show, right? Let's interview Tara Jr. Well, he, he we will. He'll be back. He left. I, he Oh, you know what? Oh, I'm looking at him. Don't look him in the eye. He's, he's laying down. You want to see where he is? I don't know if you could see him. It's too dark, probably. Yeah, you see? He's in the corner. <laughs> there he is. I'm a, that's where that's the little cat corner. There's a little bed there. A little cat bed. That's where they hang out. Okay. He's just staring at me. You know it was funny cuz I had to babysit. Remember um Salty and spicy, the happy ending to salty and it's not happy ending, new beginning for salty and spicy. Salty and they were the two kittens that I rescued off the street, and salty was very social, spicy, needed work, and he's just a fraidy cat. So they, um, my friend took salty she named her louise her name is now louise but and salt spicy went to some other person and he it, it was a shit show i i that i think i told you guys the lady the so it was a man and woman husband and wife and they the wife i guess had no love for spicy and she actually called the police on spicy the a six-month-old kitten because he pooped outside the litter box and that's because he was terrified he was terrified to, i i told them you know this is what you have to do you have to introduce yourselves slowly you have to you know there are things it's not like a dog when you bring a dog home uh, especially a cat that's been, you know, off the street and had to be socialized. So he needed, he just needed love. He needed love. And so they, she, they called the police. So, so the woman called the police on spicy and then they had a big row, the, the husband and wife uh, about it. 
screaming and yelling. I can't even imagine what Spicy went through. So he ended up giving Spicy back to me. And I was happy, frankly. Because he was like, I can't take this stress. So, and, and shockingly, when I got Spicy back, he was very thin, like um, a bag of bones. And he smelled... Like he was sitting in his own urine for, it was just, it's just horrible. So, but the happy ending is, or beginning for Spicy is that coincidentally the, the weekend the man gave Spicy back to me, I was babysitting his sister Louise. So it was all meant to be. And I reintroduced them and they were, they were so happy to be back together. I don't know. I felt I, I could kick myself for ever separating them. And they, my friend who adopted Salty, now Louise, took Spicy too. So they are reunited. And it feels so good. It's really, it's wonderful. Wonderful. So happy, happy uh, beginning for sp salty and spicy all right whatever that's just, that's the cat report let's get back to work talking about what was i saying so yeah so you know the whole um stay woke thing is is it, it and we've talked about this before oh mark says he's gonna call me back in a moment you could yeah you can call me i just you know it sucks when you're on the air and you're supposed to be there and then you know well these are what do you expect it's a friggin millennial <laughs> he's the millennial correspondent isn't this what millennial no millennials are great they are great but the the whole stay woke um saying is is another i mean the fact that they that they vilified the the phrase is part of their their racism because it comes from the black community we um it's it has a black lineage this is from an article in our, from the legal defense fund that i came across to, about stay woke how 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 woke went from black to bad and Aishina Robinson writes, Oh, man, hold on. Stay tuned for, for that. Come on back. Tara Buster. Yep. So Aishina Robinson writes in the Legal Defense Fund website, We must fight the woke in our schools. We must, we must fight the woke in our businesses. We must fight the woke in government agencies. The Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, of course, declared this at a, at a campaign event. We must never, ever surrender to woke ideology. His boast about Florida isn't, and he says, as the state of Florida is where woke goes to die. He, and she writes, this boast about Florida is, is not an empty threat. From his powerful pulpit as the state's governor, DeSantis engineered and recently signed into law the Stop Woke Act, which was um, struck down by a, a court as the fascist filth that it is. 
So the measure leverages severe penalties, including firing educators and pulling state funding from educational institutions for violating um, this intentionally vague yet broad speech and viewpoint limitations. And that is fascism in a nutshell. You write these um, vague and broad and nonspecific laws, and then you enforce them arbitrarily. That is such a fact. I mean, everything about them, whether they know it or not, they are fascists in their in their hearts and every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. And that that's, that's, they can't help it. They just can't help it. This is, there's nothing, uh, free speech. These are, these are the, they're supposed to be the champions of free speech. No, they're not. They're the champions of racist speech. They, and they want to be able to be as filthy and bigoted and racist and ugly and hateful as they are openly, and they don't want anybody to have a reaction to it. If you have a reaction to their their filth, then you're um, canceling them. See? Because they want all the benefits of civilization, but none of the responsibilities. It's another example. They are infants. So they want to be able to say the N-word or bash a targeted minority group, spread lies, spread hate, without anybody having a reaction to it, without anybody ha- be, having the ability to do anything about it. They want to be able to scream that in the, uh, in the town square. They want to be able to scream fire in a crowded theater, right? That's, the, that's what they want. But if you do, God, God forbid you did, right? If somebody did that, of course they would, everybody would know if that actually happened in real life, people would be, there would be consequences for, for that and justifiably so. But Republicans, this is what they're doing online. This is what they're doing behind the veil of anonymity. Most of them, right? Because they are, they type so tough behind the veil of anonymity. That's for sure. So uh, the Stop Woke Act threatens not only free speech and livelihoods of teachers, especially black educators who are more likely to teach subjects that involve so-called prohibited concepts. The land of the free, ladies and gentlemen, with prohibited concepts. Oh, Republicans, they love free speech. They just want the freedom to, to, to bash and be ugly and to spread lies about targeted minority groups. That's all it's about because they need the scapegoats. They need the lies to ensure that they can continue concentrating power and removing your ability or the voters' ability to do anything about it. As we see, uh, for example, what's going on in Georgia now with vote with early voting, I I am flabbergasted, and I think that's the only word you can call it. That a um, what a Repo- the, so Democrats want 
people to vote. They want to make it more convenient for um, the voter to cast their ballot. Because unlike any every other effing country that calls itself a democracy here in the land of the free, we don't have uh, election day off. Our, our election day is on a goddamn Tuesday. And people don't have that day off. And, you know, I mean, they don't. They try to make it as difficult as possible for people to vote. Of course they do. If Republicans really love democracy... Why are they filing emergency relief against people voting? So uh, I was glad to hear Reverend Warnock point that out. You know, the Democrats go to court. So the uh, voters of Georgia have, uh, you know, they could, because the Republicans didn't want them for whatever, some obscure rule oh you can't vote on a day after a holiday on a tuesday when the moon is in the seventh house and jupiter aligns with mars or some bullshit so they uh, the republicans immediately appeal they and under emerge they and they ask for emergency relief relief from people voting can you? I, and they have no shame. They have absolutely no shame. And the people who vote for the Republicans are shameless too, because they know what they're doing. But that's they understand that. They like that. They are, you know, they because they like the, their big tent of racists and bigots and hateful, small-minded. Uh, throwbacks to times we left in history's trash pile, or at least we thought. But yes, Mark, uh, let me get through this and then I'll call you. Because I, you know, hold on. Damn it. So the Stop Woke Act, uh, yes, yes, yes. But don't just take our word for it. Ask yourself, what exactly is woke? Where did woke come from? And how did it become apparently worthy of gag orders instituted by politicians and administered with the might of the government? When did it transform from its roots in the black American vernacular to a supposedly all-encompassing, terrifying force emblazoned across increasingly fear-mongering headlines in the United States and now even parts of Europe. Put it simpler, um, how did woke go from meaning black to bad? And I won't read the whole thing because it's a, it's a very long article, but... When you look at the long history of America's reaction to the request for black liberation, every time black people try to use a phrase or coin a phrase that symbolizes our desire for liberation, it will eventually become a curse word to white people, says a Michael Harriet, the col columnist at the Grio. Yes, Mark, I will call you in a fucking minute. 
Okay, the use of the word woke continued to spread throughout all sectors of black Americans' lives. In 1940, after finding out that they were being paid less than their white counterparts, the leader of a black mine workers' union in West Virginia launched a strike against this discriminatory pay and reportedly said, we were asleep, but we will stay woke from now on. The word in the black specific sense would continue to show up across decades, including in Barry Beckham's 1972 play, Garvey Lives, where one character says, I've been sleeping all my life, and now that Mr. Garvey done woke me up, I'm going to stay woke, and I'm going to help him wake up other black folk. Woke almost certainly also showed up in everyday conversations of black people from the South, uh, the Midwest, the East Coast, and including Harlem. New York City neighborhood, that New York City neighborhood has historically been a black mecca. It's also where Kelly first heard the word woke being used in the context of the black power movement, according to, I mean, this, we've talked about this before. This is uh, one something that I can't stand uh, the that never gets the dot, the dots never get connected. Of course, right on corporate media, the the media pundits will talk about woke. Oh, they're too something's woke. This is woke. These woke policies, and it's yet another backlash against actually becoming a more perfect union, you know, that works for everybody. It's racism, yet again. We'll be right back. All right, let's try Mark again. Let's see what we got. Let's see what happens. Bing, bong, boom. Holy shit. I'm calling you, man. Uh Okay. All right, that's it. Enough. We'll have to do it again another day. Okay? We'll we'll uh do another show. We'll plan again. I can't keep, you know, nobody wants to hear that fucking ringing on their, on their ears. Oh, okay. Let's see. Hello. Hello, Tara. How's it going? Oh, I don't see you. I don't see you either. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> can, I don't know if people can hear you. Oh, can you, can you not hear me either? I mean, I hear you. I hear you. Oh, okay. But I don't see you. Okay. Oh, man. I don't know why your calls weren't coming in. I was seeing them. Oh, I see you. I see you. Oh. What the hell is going on? Am I... I look glitchy. You do. Are you on a good signal? Yeah. Oh, wait. I think it's working. Yeah, I think it takes a minute to kick in. Okay, cool. Sometimes that's the way it is. Gotcha. Right. We're talking to Mark Middlestat, our... The Tarabuster Millennial Correspondent. 
what's going on, Mark? I haven't seen you in a while, and I'm looking good, kid. (laughs) Oh, thank you. You too. Oh, thank you. It's been forever. Sorry about that. Yeah, what happened to you? What's going on? Yeah, well, I fell off the face of the earth as usual, but Mm, um, mm. life got in the way again, and Mm. uh, just a hectic summer, so I waited to restart the podcast okay and yeah now it's you're talking about shaping season. shaping progress right so yeah, tell people right. what is what show. is shaping progress tell tell everybody yeah. yeah so um the shaping progress project is kind of two parts it's the podcast the shaping progress show and then the shaping progress association mm. which is kind of like a it's like a study group or like a oh nice yeah, social club wow so what has, have you had any meetings of this of shaping no. progress yet no yeah so we had to while we were on break we had to switch websites so we actually have a new okay. domain and everything um and so we had we got a new an updated application and everything and so cool. those are open again and then we're gonna have our first events at the beginning of next year nice nice yeah. so that's amazing i mean i'm really impressed with that i Thank am you. i yeah, am taking just a long time yeah to get started yeah. right 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 but i uh, have you i mean i don't even know what to I mean, this is basically local to Seattle at this point. Is that to right? Portland, to, to Portland. Portland. Why do yeah. I keep saying Seattle? I have no, it stuck in my mind that that's where you are. So. Yeah. So, so it's it's kind of local to Portland, but we're also with the first events next year. We're also going to do virtual national events too. So, right. I mean, obviously, people could. Uh, zoom in from somewhere outside right. of the U.S., but the yeah. idea is anybody in the U.S., yeah. Right. Well, that's good. I mean, I think that's, I mean, my my suggestion would be to maybe open it up for as Zoom mm-hmm. so yeah. people from all over can join in, but also yeah. have local meetings as mm-hmm. well. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So the first event should be both uh, an in-person one and then a... Uh, virtual kind of broadcast of that Mm -hmm. and that has a few members a a few people signed up for it already so yeah and what what do you discuss in the in shaping progress yeah so kind of what you were talking about before i came on um making a more perfect union and Mm -hmm. then what leftists and progressive policies and ethics actually look like and like generally the philosophy behind them and why people should sign mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's great. I mean, it's not just, I mean, you're, you're, you're an action. You're, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, work into action. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's great. It, it includes different things like unionization and strikes right. and general strikes, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, but then mm. also it's also what's planned for the events. is also kind of just a response to fascism in your mm. area or when you're mm. seeing it online, right. there are a right. few different topics. Yeah. And is it specifically for young people or can anybody can join? For, it can be for anyone. Yeah. The messaging I would say is kind of tailored a little more to young people just because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the, messaging tries to be very broad you are. and so i kind of want to focus it in but it's not it's, it's not meant to right be you're not kicking specific. anybody out but it's exactly yeah, yeah. I, I there's so many there it has so such great potential too from yeah. you know reading uh specific books and mm-hmm. sharing about it and and talking about uh how you 
uh, do a civil disobedience action or something yeah. like that and mm -hmm. legal you can even have lawyers come and exactly. speak to you about you know what your rights are and mm -hmm. what you know what to do when being arrested and whatnot yeah and, yeah there's yeah. a whole i have a whole long list of of things for once the events get started That's so it's incredible. kind of just in this next couple of weeks, a matter of putting them into dates and stuff. So by the end of the year, probably in a few days before the end of mm -hmm, the year, mm -hmm. all the dates will go out. And then um, we're having a, an episode of the show on January 1st. So then nice. I'll talk about everything that's coming in the okay. next year. All yeah. right. New Year's Day. Is that when you're mm -hmm. launching? Um, that's we've already got the second season started of the podcast. Okay. But yeah, that'll be when we launch the events and the um, more of the association stuff. Right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so right now it's just applications. Right. As your so when is the Shaping Progress show on? It's on Wednesdays and Sundays at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, okay. so 7 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Standard Time. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And is it just you who, yeah. who does? You're you're the host, right? Yeah, I'm the host. That's right. And um, and then we have actually our first interview of the second season this week on Wednesday. It's pre-recorded, but it'll be airing on mm -hmm. Wednesday. And that's with Oliver Williams. Um, and Oliver is a staffer in uh, Ohio state politics. So we're going to be talking about just that's he's great. done a whole bunch of um covered he's done a whole he's doing a capstone um for his work there and uh he's been looking at uh different corporate and lobbying influence on uh right wingers right. in wow. ohio yes yeah, so oh yeah huh. really in depth on that yeah that's great i mean it's good mm -hmm. to get local politicians right they'll, yeah. be, they'll be more apt to well, that's what i should do too now that i'm saying that not just yeah. local because i i mean just the state like your state senators and mm -hmm. uh, exactly right. yeah, he works for a state senator um, and we're, we're also going to be kind of talking about how people can get active in their local, mm -hmm. in local right. politics. Yeah. And that's, mm -hmm. I think we've allowed the conservatives, I mean, they're well ahead of us in that department. They, they, oh, yeah. they've organized locally for years mm -hmm. and, yeah. uh, you know, especially around, well, school boards and whatnot now, mm -hmm. uh, especially, but also, um, just, they understood how to take over and become like a precinct committee chairman or or chair person and uh yeah yeah and how yeah. to influence from uh locally uh, uh from the bottom up and yeah, yeah that's what we need to do normal people mm -hmm. need to do that you know yeah that's that's one of the main messages i think is people can just run for a lot of things that they wouldn't think right. they would have any shot at and it usually is people with no reputation right. or anything yet mm -hmm. right right yeah that's incredible do you ever think well i guess one day at a time but would you ever run for office what do you think you never know I, right? I right i have considered it i would probably i would probably more likely end up in the in the elect in the campaign or something mm -hmm. like that probably mm -hmm. not be the, the front runner themselves but i would definitely consider it yeah right it's just yeah. such a i remember i mean i didn't i never ran for office or anything but i, I remember mike malloy talking about mm -hmm. it he had briefly run for office and he he ended up dropping out because it was uh, he said um it was all about make, raising money and he just couldn't do it 
He right. couldn't get on the phone all the time and beg people for money. And it was like, mm-hmm. no, this is not for me. And that's, yeah, that's part of the practical realities of being a, a representative. That's yeah. what they do all day. Not mm-hmm. all day, but they go to specific places. Because you're, I mean, there's such, it's such a hypocrite, such unabashed hypocrites, because you're not supposed to, because of the Hatch Act, you're not supposed to fundraise on uh, on congressional grounds. But so they yeah. go to a different location and they and they have phone banks set up there mm-hmm. where they dial for dollars and that's what they call it they call yeah. up rich people and they call and they make they're not calling up me or you mm-hmm. they're calling yeah. up the big the masters the the big moneyed interests who own yeah. both parties and that's how they spend the majority of their time not yeah trying to figure out how to make you know the world safer democracy they're begging rich people to keep them in their cushy phony baloney jobs yeah right exactly yeah it's it's and it's it's vile to think you know that's what we that's the system wait hold on i hear the music we'll be right back with mark middlestat shaping progress all right we're back we're back (laughs) See right. how that was quick. It was quick. It was quick. It flew by. <laughs> That's by how so life bad. goes. I'm telling exactly. you. You're gonna blink and you're fast. Be, right. It's like mm-hmm. wow. I can't believe it. I was uh, I was a millennial in my mind once. Well, not a. I was young once, but not a, yeah. never a millennial. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. The, the millennial, I was uh, by the time the mill- well, what happened? The mom, September 11th. You don't even mm-hmm. remember September 11th, do you? Right. Yeah. I was not quite yet born. You I was about even six born. months unborn. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And uh, you, it's but incredible. you're still in touch. You're still in touch with the millennials because that the yes. lobbying and all of that. That's exactly what. I think people are really trying to tap into now with the millennials. And I think it's even more clear kind of after the midterms, how mm. much of a role yes. the younger generations are going to play in the future. Thank and God. the biggest issues for us are the fact that we don't have a, that we don't have a direct or we don't have a, a direct democracy and uh, we don't have, you know, anywhere near the, capital to have any influence on politics anymore right and at that rate there is just so much less engagement because people don't have avenues to directly get involved without going out of their way or having Mm -hmm. an interest in politics beforehand right so some of the message is like you really don't need to have all of the experience to educate yourself and then get somewhat involved yeah but it's it is uh, gives me hope that it seems like the younger generation are engaged more, mm-hmm. more than my generation was. That's for sure. I mean, different people. I was always interested in what was going on. And but uh, this as this last election was a testament to if it not for young people, the generation X, not X, I'm X. Uh, Z, they call them, right? Generation yeah. Z, mm-hmm. Gen Z. Then they they put the Democrats over the top, and they are the most progressive generation so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's oh, by far. That's, yeah. Oh my God! And that isn't that 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 gives me hope. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if it was the opposite? If they were like they were the most uh, Hitler youthy or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would yeah, be exactly. really. 
it would be, uh, yeah, I'd be a lot more despondent. But knowing yeah. young people are, you know, they uh, they they are they're woke. They understand. They they're not um, filled with hate. They don't the bigotry and racism and the and stupidity like that. They don't. They're not buying it. And, yeah, and when, I love and when that. they do, they they get challenged on it in an organized way. I mean, young young people aren't just more likely to turn out to vote and everything. They're more likely to um, take action and right. to go down to their uh, city buildings and protest. That's great. And at that at that rate, there are there are probably a slightly smaller than equal amount of people who are willing to in my generation still who are willing to go out and take action for the other side mm. but mm -hmm. but those the the understanding among my generation is definitely much clearer that those people just aren't on the moral side right and that is something that is, is going to have to filter out into all the other generations mm. and with mm. i i would also add that with really polarizing current events like the Kanye stuff that's been yeah, happening right. or like the Elon Musk Twitter takeover. I mean, the to the extent that Republicans will or, or conservatives in America will be taking more action like buying up these companies or mm. taking uh, getting bills passed uh, to that extent there's also going to be a bunch of my generation who's watching and seeing that fundamentally the truth is it doesn't work right and so that that is what the real saving grace is you know thank god conservative policies just there's nothing to them right they have nothing yeah. but mm -hmm. the divisive policies against targeted minority groups it really is yeah. true and it's yeah. great to see that young people are not falling for it. not every obviously nick fuentes is 24 years old so yeah i don't know what i mean i think he's something obviously is very disturbed in his mind i think he's probably a closet case or something like that oh, you know yeah. he hates yeah. himself in some form right. yeah and oh yeah yeah there's no doubt there's no doubt yeah so. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, and the ironic thing about some of those people is that they're still in their parents' basements, right. and they're, you know, <laughs> it's like oh even if God. he didn't hate himself, the material reality is just, yeah, he, yeah he's talked about being a virgin and things, right. And, well, that's what he says. Just, he he doesn't have an, he doesn't have any time for a relationship or sex. That's yeah. he's definitely yeah. I just saw that earlier. I was looking up. Uh, because I was reading something about him, and he said he's an avowed incel. Yeah, uh, because right. he doesn't have any time. He's busy. He wants to be a historical figure, so he's he's not wasting his time with sex. So yeah. he's definitely um, probably a closet case. I would say, like closeted gay, and yeah. hates himself for it. Yeah, there there was so. also something on on the, on his. On the topic of Nick Fuentes, there was, I saw something a few weeks ago about him being involved in some particular website, some forum, and oh. he was just—it was some—it was like almost in the hmm. furry community. Oh level. wow! Like it was in, yeah. it was in a weird tangent. Wow. Um, of yeah. those communities, and he, yeah, he it was like He's, involved yeah. hypnotism. It was strange. Yeah, he's probably. I mean, he could also. I'm, I'm just speculating. It's this. He's probably. He he is sick and 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 repressed. He might mm -hmm. be. Uh, 
you know, he might be attracted to children, something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. From what he says about how children should get married. Yes. I, yeah. Yes. It's just. And that's that marriage. other guy too. Um, Mark, we, we talk about him too. Uh, now his name is escaping me. Um, you know, the other guy, it'll come. Uh, the, the, what is a woman guy? Oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah. oh, Matt, Matt Walsh. Yeah. Matt Walsh. He's another one that's, that says that, uh, you know, that talks about basically, uh, young girls are fertile yeah. at 16 yeah, those, and yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the guest that we have on Wednesday, uh, Oliver, he's a trans man living in Ohio. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that mm -hmm. will also be an interesting wow. part of that conversation. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, I think Matt Walsh was actually in one of the questions that I had written for that. Um, and, I mean, like all of the rest of the conservatives, mm. you can see in Matt Walsh and Nick Fuentes the just disregard for right. you know, the facts or the oh, fundamental yeah. realities of the situation because, you know, they might – the dog whistles are, are not even really dog whistles at this right. point. It's just oh, kind yeah. of temporary excuses like, oh, we'll – will you know we're not violent or we're not white mm, supremacists mm. or whatever we just want a white ethno state right how, how are you gonna <laughs> yes. make that happen exactly we want everyone and i mean that's the the i used to say the republican motto should be the beatings will continue until morale improves right. and mm -hmm. because that's what that's really what they're selling they want everyone in their so-called natural place and then the, everybody it will be utopia yeah, uh, but that's not reality. the The right. more we get towards everyone having a seat at the table, you see, they would much rather burn the system down than have to share a country with with someone who's different. So, uh, yeah. and and it's also like we say, a lot of it is self loathing. And mm -hmm. I mean, if I I I know for a fact, you could just tell they're mm -hmm. sick. If you yeah. just get the goddamn help you need and stop inflicting it on normal society. But yeah. they won't do that. Hold on. We'll be right back with Mark Middlestat from Shaping Progress. All right. We're back again. Sweet. <laughs> I know. Sweet. It goes so fast. Yeah. But before <laughs> the break, you were talking about the um, Republicans being sick. Most mm -hmm. of the more radical ones that we're talking about here. And yep. they're definitely sick. And part of that is, you know, brainwashing. It's, yes. See, I mean, the to to try and get into the weeds of each of these arguments is like go you have to combat so many levels of delusion it's like obvious to see how they get right. stuck in mm -hmm. the maze you know yeah. yes so it is very yeah. i mean and when you listen to them and it's funny right when you watch like uh who's that guy uh the good liars those two guys i can't remember oh, their names yeah. you know the comedians yeah and yeah. they interview mm -hmm. them uh, they go to the Trump Trump Nuremberg rallies and interview them, and and it's uh, it is cognitive dissonance meeting the Dunning Kruger effect. Uh, there they will they say things. I just heard an, a clip earlier where they were saying that Trump is still president. Right? They mm -hmm. believe that Joe Biden's not president. He's being, uh, in fact, Joe Biden died. And he's being played by different actors. Like, and this, they're serious. Yeah. They're serious. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. one of the actors they there's they can they are convinced uh, is Jim Carrey. 
uh, because the way Biden fell up the stairs when he was climbing Air Force One one day, whatever, climbing yeah. up, he he tripped. So they they knew that was Jim Carrey because he's really he does all those Pratt falls and mm-hmm. and then so the the guy asked, well, okay, so Trump is still president? And they're like, yes, of course. Well, I guess he's to blame for um, high gas prices then. And they were like, oh, no, he's uh, it's Biden. That's Biden. And they're like, I thought you said Biden is dead. And so it's like you go into this rabbit hole that Uh it doesn't matter. Truth, reality. and, and, And it's bizarre. Yeah. These are. These are like people that share this country with us. It's yeah, that's fascinating. The same air. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and, mean, we have real, we have full-throated Nazis right. uh, around us. And I mean, the closer you live to rural areas, the closer you live to um, areas with that are Republican strongholds, the more fervent it gets. Mm. And the response the response is interesting because you know there's been a kind of a tradition of the way that, that oppressed populations deal with fascists with, yes. that, that they're sharing the same air with and in america right now it's kind of different because the whole country's um the whole country's uh perception of logic and right and wrong has kind of gotten so skewed over the last right. uh, f- five or ten years especially that the main the main narratives within the within the media are, are going really off of the rails and so uh it, it just kind of becomes more and more difficult to deal with that amount of delusion and at that at that point it, it really depends how how nuanced and you know hyper specific to those fervent brainwashed republicans mm. that we're talking about right. that these narratives get tailored because we could see a, a, a future reality where things just continue being so crazy that in in some ways right. we th- these people just can't let go no matter what kind of right. deconditioning we're right. eventually able to come up with and i mean it's really noticeable when you think about like how how America eventually will have to deprogram yes, these people if, it's true. if it's still around. Right. And it right. really is. It right. really is a fight to keep it still around. It and is. And then after that, to, to really have a, something built up. I know. That's it. That's it. Because yeah. you have to deprogram this cult somehow. And yeah. I'm you know, thinking about it with the end of Nazi Germany. The only thing that deprogrammed the cult was the death of the cult leader and the complete destruction of that of their country so um i don't know that if i certainly wouldn't want that to happen here but right what what will it take yeah um to break them out of this spell Mm -hmm. and i i believe that they're always among us people like this we just have to continue to evolve without them and this is the problem with uh, Democrats always trying to play nice with these people that are, oh, yeah. you know, they're not they're They don't negotiate in good faith. I mean, talk about the Republicans. They they know what they're doing. They'll they lie. They they are. Uh, they know that they're lying to the to the people that and triggering them to 
to commit violence and yeah you know uh yeah they realize this and there's no how do you work with that right yeah and it's it's tricky because um there are the the people who are brainwashed that we interact with are very different from the the fascists and the corporatist uh, billionaires and the politicians who are actually doing all of this mm-hmm. um, so so those people have also kind of crafted a number of other avenues besides just the fervent fascist that you can go down that don't help the, mm. the worker power or right. um, social or, or human rights. Um, so those those other those other forces that you can kind of become involved with are like the neoliberal establishment, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and that that's just obviously one of the core tenets of neoliberalism. Right there is. You know, um, we're trying to work within the system to the extent that it's not—it's not helpful, mm-hmm. and that—that's kind of what we see. I mean, I, I liked—I loved your uh, your midterm coverage because uh, it had that—it had that passionate you go out and vote. But there's also a lot more to be done. Yeah, too. yeah, and uh, and still talking about all of the main problems, and it kind of—I think one of the big things that that the the left is dealing with right now i mean we've seen the right deal with do you listen to the nazis or the neo-nazis mm. or just mm-hmm. the billionaires or who do you listen to and uh in in on the left i mean there are a f- there are a number of different yeah. ways of thought oh something, something. yeah my uh camera is like fl- fl- that's what happens when my, oh, no. my for some reason my camera it goes to that picture of uh, of grass and a oh. tree. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> there's gotcha. something about it. I don't know what. Yeah, it's, I saw it's it like, like disconnected. A split yeah, and gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say. Uh, I I think that the conflict on the left is who do you listen to? Do you listen to like the liberal billionaires? Do you listen right. to like Bernie Sanders and the and uh, the squad? Do you listen to like the you the Politogram, the kind of the YouTube sphere, mm-hmm. um, or are you uh, are you uh, prioritizing people of color? I mean, mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of different avenues, and so um, like many other parts of leftist politics, neoliberal and conservative fascist forces are really good at going in and sometimes you know in the form of trolls and bots and stuff sometimes just by radicalizing actual listeners going Mm. in and having them just keep promoting those kinds of issues within the left and it's it's a lot of disunity oh yeah so look there goes my camera again i don't know what's happening i think something it must mean that there is something uh wrong with maybe my stream you know because it's like having trouble uh, I don't know. It's having yeah. trouble, like, uh, what do you call it? Bro- or disseminating mm-hmm. the the info. So yeah, may- scaling. <laughs> Something yeah, yeah. is happening with it. So, yeah. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll talk more about this at another day because Sweet. Uh, yeah. I'm sure we will continue to you know talk about shaping progress and oh, of yeah. course mark the millennial correspondent of the Terrorbuster show i'm Thank glad you. to have you back 
Yeah, back glad to and, be on. Yeah. I'll have to have you on the show in the next couple of weeks. Of course. Anytime, anytime. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, awesome. thank you for calling in, my friend. Yeah, thank you. Could I, could I do one yeah, or yeah, two please. more plugs real yeah, quick? Yeah, you got um, it. Think, you got it. I think I forgot to mention um, the blog portion of the uh, website is also um, real active. Again, I've been doing – Oh, cool. Uh, I've been doing kind of current events rundowns oh, great. from the week every nice. Saturday. So, well, yeah, that's one. At Shaping Progress? Yeah, so it's shapingprogress.online, and the blog portion is slash blog. Yeah. Not org? uh, No, no. Oh, because that's what I put in your your, your lower third. Oh, Oh, wait. Do you have the the Twitter account, Shaping Progress? Yeah, at Shaping Progress. And that that also has all of the links, too. Um, If there's one link that has, like, all the other links, and that's uh, shapingprogress.online slash links. Okay, cool. I'll put that in the description of the show. Sweet. So that would be good. And and I will be uh, reading all your entries here. So good. Thank you. Very nice. All right. All right, my friend. Yes. Thanks so much for having me. We'll talk later. All right, my friend. I'll talk Bye-bye. to you soon. Bye-bye. Oh, perfect. And then the perfect timing with the with the music. We'll be right back. All right. Oh, no. Where am I? There we go. Boom, boom. Why can't I get myself? Why can't I fix my camera? Okay, guys, I was, I had to rush Mark off only because I felt like, remember what happened a couple of weeks ago when all of a sudden the show froze? So I started to get nervous and think that uh, that's what's, it's going to happen if I, if I continue to tax the system, you know, for whatever reason. I have the restream that's supposed to eliminate all those problems, but I did re and I did restart the computer before the show, so I don't know. But I felt like uh, the glitches and all were, that were happening that all of a sudden we were gonna it was gonna freeze and and I can't have that happen. I can't. I can't deal with this shit. I can't deal, take that shit of something freezing. Uh Uh-uh. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. All right, so um, let's see. What what time is it? And I apologize for my uh, salty attitude about the phones, not being able to connect. And I have to tell you guys... As Mark was talking, and remember right before the, right before we got Mark on the air, and I gave you the the update of Salty and Spicy, or Salt uh, Spicy and Louise. Now, my friend emailed me or texted me. Here they are, Spicy and Louise, together, hanging out. Look at that. Good babies. Very good. That's good, right? Makes you feel better. Lee Spicy and Louise are having... They, you know, things are looking up for them. 
What are we talking about? <clears throat> Pardon me. I didn't mean to do that in your ear. Jeez, yikes. All right, here. This is another this is something I wanted to talk about and it's all, it's all related as we know. It all goes together with everything we're talking about. I mean, um how the the uh you know, money in politics is the root of all evil. Why the United States stands alone without health care, without sick leave. And I saw Biden today, because uh, yeah, there's some uh, consternation, rightfully so, against Democrats not being able to pass a goddamn paltry, measly seven days of sick leave, people who have unlimited sick leave, you realize that? Senators, congressmen, and women, they have, they have unlimited sick leave. They also have health care for life. These, these bastards, these... I, how do you live with yourselves? That's the United States of serfs and lords. I got mine, Jack. Sucks to be you. They don't even feel the need to be embarrassed for that, right? Because they don't fear the people. And so if this were another time, maybe the pitchforks and torches would come out. But they don't fear that. Because they know that the people are sufficiently manipulated by propaganda. As long as they give them something to hate. Right? Just like in 1984, the two-minute hate. It's give the people something to hate, and they'll, uh, they'll vote for their own demise any, uh, all day, any day. Without, without a hint of irony. They, well, they won't even see or uh you know they they are they're too worried about whether a trans kid is getting gender affirming care than the fact that the united states stands alone without health care or sick leave you know cuz that's all it takes well another um abomination just came across the Tarabuster news wires. The the uh, we have a little t ticker tape, you know, for breaking news from Common Dreams. This is today, though. Millions of Americans lack adequate health coverage, but the Pentagon has a new nuclear bomber to flaunt. This ominous death machine with a price tag of $750 million a pop brings huge profits to Northru Northrop Grumman. That's a hard one for me. But takes, out, but takes our society one more step down the road of spiritual death. A quote from peace activist Medea Benjamin. So, uh, Brett Wilkins writes on, in Common Dreams, or for Common Dreams, peace and, peace and economic justice advocates responded to the imminent unveiling on Friday of a United States Air Force new $750 million per plane, per plane, 
bomber reiterating accusations of misplaced priorities in a nation where tens of millions live in poverty, lack adequate health coverage. And he puts a period there, but we can go on. Can't retire, can't make a living wage, can't take a sick goddamn day, can't take maternity leave or paternity leave. The military-industrial complex giant, Northrop Grumman, hold on, something in my, my eyes, is set to introduce its B-21 Raider on Friday. The B-21, whose development was 30 years in the making and whose total project cost is expected to exceed $200 billion, is tapped to replace the aging B-2 spirit. One thing the world definitely does not need is another stealth bomber says Medea Benjamin, the founder of the, or the co-founder of the peace group Code Pink. Let me show you. And here, there on Twitter. That's me. That's not the the page, but here it is. Northrop Grumman tweets, Today's the day. We're thrilled to partner with the United States Air Force to reveal the B-21 Raider. Tune in at 4.35 Pacific and watch the live event. Hashtag defining possible. Hashtag rise of the Raider. Disgusting. And look at these the people are responding. Eagle, America, waving flags. Can't wait. Bring it on. Sick. What's the speed? Fucking disgusting. You see, that's why. That's why we can't have nice things right there. Because people are um, so dumb. They really are. They, they don't see. They, they don't put it together. They don't connect the dots. They, they're fine. Begging on GoFundMe for health care. While the Pentagon, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, Joe Biden, you know, they have to do the budget. The president does the budget or proposes a budget. And um, the Congress approved the budget that actually included billions. I'm not sure how many billions more. I think it was like 400 something billion more something. Oh, wait. Oh, it's right here, actually. I didn't even notice that. The projected 876 billion ask for the 2023 Pentagon budget is 45 billion more than Biden even requested right some human needs some human needs that 44 45 billion that uh, um could be funded are uh 401,735 registered nurses 4.5 million public housing units over a million jobs at $15 an hour or solar energy for 128 million homes. 
See, we we're we have our priorities exactly backwards. Well, anyway, we stick together, we win. So hopefully, we're we're waking some people up because we're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, and that's what we do here on Tara Buster. If you can become a patron at patreoncom Devlin. And we will win. All right, my friends. Support the show. Help us keep going and growing. And my name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. (laughs) I fucked that up again. Oh, and I also forgot to say, um, Thomas wanted me to plug accurate accurate message again accurate message which is a new social media site i don't know it's very it's kind of confusing to me i have to tell you but i uh, i made an account on there i guess i'll have to figure it out i wish thomas all the luck in the world for sure but it's a little confusing to me Right? I mean, people who have social media sites, they get, you got to have like, you know, hedge funds backing and shit like that, don't you? And I don't know. It's very confusing. (laughs) But hey, let's join it and see what happens. I joined it, as you can see. I'm on there. There I am. It would be great if everybody... I, I, I'm just very confused by it, but we, Thomas can explain. We'll have him back on, explain more. <clears throat> There's my... I don't know. I have no idea, guys. It's a new social media site that's supposed to be like Facebook, Twitter, everything. Restream. Unlimited streaming, unlimited like Zoom calls weird (laughs) that's okay join it and we'll we'll take we'll figure it out together accuratemessage.com and I'll talk more about it later yeah I know okay I'm losing my voice I don't know why oh I did it again I'm sorry No wonder I lost a lot of patrons. They're sick of my shit. So this ominous death machine with its price tag of $750 million a pop brings new, oh, I already read this, uh, huge profits to Northrop Grumman, but takes our society one step down the road of spiritual death. Benjamin added, referring to Reverend Martin Luther King Jr.'s 1967 anti-war speech, Beyond Vietnam, A Time to Break Silence, in which the civil rights leader called the U.S. government the greatest purveyor of violence in world history today, in the world today. Noting the B-21's impending introduction, Canadian professor Christopher Stonebanks tweeted on Wednesday, hey, 
How's the good old USA doing on free health care, eliminating poverty, and accessible education for all? What? Oh, I see. They have a new stealth bomber. And uh, their citizens are good with that trade-off. Yes, they are. Yes, they are, Professor Stonebanks. Because they have to, they got bigger things to worry about, like if a trans kid is getting gender affirming health care, in spite of the fact that we don't have health care, uh, or, um, or if they're figuring out how to really hook someone with a, 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 a pathetic plea on a GoFundMe page. You really got to pull those emotional heartstrings to get to to get all that your your GoFundMe for your healthcare needs to go viral. So you have to find some kind of hook. You know, when you're doing your your uh your physical therapy or maybe when you're sitting there getting your chemo and you feel nausea, a, a bat of nausea going on, you, 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 or coming on, you, you call to the nurse and you ask him or her to start, you know, to hit the record on your phone so you can include that in the montage of all the challenges you have to overcome in order to live one day at a time. And you might, all of that might get to someone, you know, they'll see and they'll feel bad for you. So they'll put $5 down on your GoFundMe page, which should last you about five minutes or less. But there's a lot of competition on GoFundMe. So if you're, if you have a kid that needs, uh, that, that was born with some kind of pre-existing condition that might have, or you could be one of the poor saps who went to Walmart at the wrong time and got shot and now has to go have a lifetime of physical therapy ahead of them and psychological therapy from living in the in this fucked up madhouse where you can't do anything without f- taking your life in your hands. You know, we love life here, Professor. It's uh, Don't you know? We love life and Jesus. All about Jesus. They love Jesus. You know, the socialist hippie who hung out with a bunch of dudes and a prostitute and gave out free health care. But here in this fucked up country, we, ha- we have little murdering fake crying sociopaths who compare themselves to Jesus and uh, right-wingers are happy happy enough to, to go along with the scam. Now, and I'm talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. You know, he's a professional victim. He compared himself, oh, a murderer, a murderer who compared himself to Jesus he said, "The world. if the world hates you, he, this is what he tweeted, keep in mind it hated me first. 
That's from the Bible. That's supposedly a quote from Jesus. Because he's like Jesus. Right? Who would Jesus shoot? Isn't it funny? This is the way uh, Republicans are. They're the ones who show up with assault weapons and uh, go home with blood on their hands after murdering two people and uh, attempting to murder a third, but they are the victims, the professional fucking victims. Uh, this, uh, this country is so sick. You know, so this Canadian professor, it's, uh, it's baffling to him and the rest of the world. But what's worse, you know, at least I have to say, uh, you know, talking to Mark Middlestadt, our millennial correspondent, and just like we're saying, young people aren't uh, dumb. They see the scam. They know the they know they they know the drill. They're not falling for the bullshit, and they're involved and they're active. And. Wait a second. But looking at the Twitter page of Northrop Grumman or whatever for this fucking announcement of this this stealth bomber that costs nearly a billion dollars and watching the response, every single one of these responses should be, this is an abomination. That should be the response. Millions need, we have, how many people have needlessly died over the years because they don't have health care? They can't afford health care in the richest country on earth. Take that 40 billion that the Pentagon didn't even ask for and put it towards the general welfare for once. Who, who benefits from this? You know who? the military industrial complex, just like Eisenhower said, humanity is hanging on a cross of iron. It's a betrayal. And the idiots on the, the, that's all they got. They get the, they get some kind of charge, I suppose. Since you don't get healthcare, you don't get anything. You don't get, um, any benefits back from, your tax dollars. There's no social contract. There's no general welfare. So you might as well uh, jerk off to a stealth bomber and make you seem like, you know, when you put on your stupid shirt with eagles and stars on it, like, you know, you're a big man. You're big and scary. Well, the whole world looks at you with confusion and wonders how can somebody so stupid walk upright i'm uh, i'm looking at these responses to the to northrop grumman look exciting stuff congratulations Come on, it's like two, that's like 2.35 local time. You want me to stay awake all night? 
Well, who's that? Some who fucking knows? A bot? Today's the day. Jesus Christ. In seven hours. Can't wait. What, let me know when you have a poster of the B-21 so I can mount it above this one on my wall that I picked up at the Dalton Air Trade Show. Only in America. Revealing a bomber as if it's like as if it's a video game announcement. I'll still watch though. I'm excited. Jesus Christ. In four hours they're counting down. People posting flags. It's I mean you're you, oh my god, no wonder. No wonder. Can't wait with a heart emoji. What the hell? Is this going to end up being what Maverick flew at the start of the movie? Beast USA. Can't wait. Another can't wait. What a joke. Wow. Well done. This is really disgusting. Not even... I love death machines. There's one, right? Like not, not, no, uh, no criticism. No... Yeah, putting it in context... Seriously badass-looking plane. Fuck this. Get me out of here. Is anybody in Ireland listening to this shit? Ireland, are you listening? Get me out of here. Is there somebody in Ireland that can lend me their couch? Preferably a a hot model type who has a castle on a cliff where I can stare out at the sea and and pinch myself and say, "Is this is it? Was that real? I really lived in that that madhouse, that sick madhouse, unreal, where murderers run free." Murderers like Kyle Rittenhouse run free, and uh, and half the country thinks doesn't think they're free unless they can beg a billionaire to trickle on them, unless they can say, "Please, please trickle on me. Oh, help save me, Elon, from from uh you know the woke, the woke people who just want to live their life in a free." diverse, democratic society that so many fought, bled, and died to entrust to us. Help us, Elon. Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, and <laughs> workers can't get seven days of sick sick leave. But wow, look at that plane. That's cool. So betrayal of rail railway workers ignites de a working class fury towards Biden and Democrats. Exactly. Well, they're saying, well, the Republican. It's true. The Republicans suck. Who? Any of you railway workers voting Republican? Shame on you. Shame on you. But shame on shame on Democrats too. All shame on the whole system. You better believe if we didn't have money in politics, that we would have sick leave. We would be a, we would be able to take that extra forty dollars that the Pentagon didn't even ask for and put it towards the general welfare, sick leave, maternity leave, a more perfect union, you know, e pluribus unum and shit, leaving no one behind, a civilization worthy to be, to be called great, worthy to be called the richest country on earth. Because riches aren't, or wealth isn't just financial, isn't it? Oh, if you're, uh, I guess if only if you love Jesus, right? Then it's all about money, 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 money. Money, right? Right, Trump -anzies? You love Jesus, but you got your money, 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 money. Con man. Oh, I can't wait till we see his taxes. And you, what are you going to say? What will your excuse be when you see that he's not rich? He never was. And the only riches he ever accumulated was through grifting and sucking on the government teat, tax dodging, tax cheating not paying his fair share, not paying the price of admission while you assholes go jerk off to a new stealth bomber while you, in between uh, your GoFundMe campaigns. Fucking morons here. Yeah. Politicians are happy to voice platitudes and heap praise upon us for our heroism throughout the pandemic, said one rail leader. Yet when the steel hits the rail, they back the powerful and wealthy class one rail carriers every time. Of course they do. How about you waking the hell up? And you wake up your brothers and sisters. Fellow workers, I mean, they don't give a shit about you. If they could automate you out of a job, they will. They already cut the workers. They, they cut 30% of the workforce because they don't want you. They don't want to pay you. They want money for themselves. And you, they don't, you're, if you're, they, if they can get a robot, that's what they would do. That's what they did. This is why they can't have any sick leave, you see, because the bosses caught, cut 30% of the workforce, but they still need the trains to, to keep rolling. 
So you are doing more work for less for less appreciation, that's for sure. And they just work you to death for no benefits. No, you can't you you're not supposed to be a human being, you see. Only the likes of Lindsey Graham gets to take a sick day. And then you got to see the likes of Marco Rubio. Uh, oh, he's complaining all the time about how he has to go to work. These, these people. And they continue to vote for them. Working people actually vote Republican. Yeah, and the, the Democrats are to blame, of course, too. Because why does why didn't Joe Biden? He says I'm pro labor. Anybody pro labor um, wouldn't yeah wouldn't be against seven fucking days of sick leave. And in fact, Joe Biden said we will continue to fight for um, the rail workers to have seven days of sick leave. And I wanted to pull my hair out as usual because it's. Why don't you say everybody needs at least, you know, like the rest of the world, sick leave, 30 days they get in England, 30 fucking days guaranteed. That's And that's on the low end. But not here in the dumb, dumb, dumb Land of the free. You're not free to take a sick day, though. You're not free to be human. Not free to take a day off. Because the bosses need you to work, 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 work. It's like it's like in the first Gilded Age. The life expectancy in the in Carnegie's steel mills was 40 years old. Because, you know, you had no days off. You couldn't take a sick day. Work, 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 work. And then you die and somebody else will come along and who cares? Because you're nothing. Your reward will come in heaven. So why? You know, what's the meaning of an economy? According to Republicans and conservatives and uh, sadly a lot of dummy Americans... The meaning of an economy is to make the rich richer. Because you know what, guys? Maybe one day they'll be rich. They'll be a billionaire one day. And no no poor person ever gave them a job, they say. So they better take the scraps and make a meal out of it. Pretend it's a five-course meal in your mind while you're, I don't know, hanging out at the bathroom, looking at the pee-pee uh, for the pee-pee patrol. You know, who's in the pee-pee? Where's the pee-pees? Are they dressed properly? Are they in the right bathroom? Are the pee-pees where they're supposed to be? Are they dressed like the pee-pee that they, they should be? According to them? That's the only thing you got, you know? You got hate, hate. You got hate, you got your targeted minority groups. You don't got a sick leave, though. You're free. 
you know, you're free. You don't need a government telling you what to do. You pull yourself up by your stupid, by your stupid, not your, not even your bootstraps. You pull yourself up by your stupid and go, I'm free. Do these people, you know what? This is the thing too. This is another reason why Republicans, they, they realize we now live in a very small world and, uh, you know, like the old song goes, how, how are you going to keep them down on the farm now that they've seen Paris? But how are you going to keep telling them that the, uh, yeah, uh, universal health care isn't the gateway to Nazism now that they could see the whole goddamn world through the internet? But that's not what Republicans are doing, you see. They're on now, well, it used to be 4chan, but now they're on Twitter owning the libs. They are focused on real pertinent issues like making sure children don't have gender-affirming health care, like they give a shit, and uh, praising Nazis, fighting the woke, on the on the beaches, in the fields, in the mountains, in the streams. You know, real important shit. While the rest of the world has, I don't know, healthcare, universal, living, well, not everybody has living wages, obviously, but other countries like Germany, guaranteed living wages. They have... Um, all their boards, corporate boards of directors have to have representatives of um, the the workers. So, not here, though. Here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, we're not at the table, we're on the menu. Like when Obama invited, this always bothered me, he had a uh, labor, what were they talking about? Economic summit. When this country was once again teetering on the verge of a second Republican Great Depression in a hundred years. And he, not one, not, not one representative of, of labor was at this economic summit. It was all the fuckers. It's all the usual suspects. Jamie Dimon, all those pricks. Yeah, because you're nothing. And another thing they keep talking, you know, is inflation, right? What's the meaning of life? Exactly. What's the meaning of life? Is it to make the rich richer? A few, it's a, according to Republicans, that's what it is, to make a few people very rich. What's the meaning of an, an economy? It's to make a few people very rich while you toil in the field and pray to Jesus for your mansion to be ready when you get to heaven. That's what they want you to think and say. Oh, because they, they have the earthly rewards all to themselves. You know, they're nothing but they were all about the earthly rewards. 
Oh, yeah. It's just... But that, but they have a whole bunch of morons just eating it. You know, that shit sandwich that Republicans make for them and conservatives of both parties. They, you know, they eat that shit sandwich because they ordered it all the time. Give me seconds. Give me double. I'll take a double of that shit sandwich. Because Alf, I'm not woke. I'm fighting the woke. I'm fighting the woke in the fields and the streams and the and the rivers and the stars and the moons. Nobody I'm not woke. Ha ha ha. Look at these t shirts. They say see how uh how Twitter was so biased? Stay woke. Never mind, it was a, an initiative for Twitter employees and outreach to their African-American uh, employees. You know, well, it's all about mocking, uh, mocking racism. You know, we're not racist. Oh, I bet you're going to call us racist now because you are, I guess. Ugh. Uh, this it's so it's almost unbearable to to live here among so many um stockholm S- syndrome suffering dupes you know and i guess what i guess having a stealth bomber or two would not be offensive if we had if there uh, a a a a living wage, retirement security, health care, days off, sick leave, shit like that. But it's about priorities. And no one, you don't see the military industrial complex having to go on GoFundMe. Only the dummies, the stupids, who are so dumb they keep on voting for their own demise they don't see you know the game right be right in front of their faces the divide and conquer game of oh uh, as long as uh, what is a woman let's talk about women oh uh, biological males in sports. Fuck you. You know, really. Let's talk about everything else, but what we what needs to happen? What needs to be done to make a more perfect union? Let's talk about everything else, but cutting off the money spigot for the rapacious, disgusting 1% that will never be enough for them. Never, ever. But they have us. It's not going to happen because they have us so divided, so twisted. I mean, that's why I'm here. I try. I try to break through. Try to reach out in the airwaves with some you know, sanity. We're talking about the truth, the reality of the situation, of what we're up against. Greed, money, hypocrisy, indifference, 
everything that sucks. That's what we're fighting. We know what has to get done, but it won't get done because the dummies are are too too far gone into Stockholm syndrome. That's for sure. They think they're free, and because they can go to a Walmart with a an assault weapon when they're suckers. And they could masturbate to oh they think they're free masturbate to a stealth bomber and uh, go then go on Twitter and own the libs haha <laughs> and say the n word again and again that's freedom guys don't you know here in the land of the free look at this cat though what are you doing Junior. Look at him. What are you doing? What are you doing to me, kid? <laughs> anyway. There's not only a few more minutes left of the show. That's why I'm, I just looked at the time. We only have... Three and a half minutes, and you know how it'll fly by. So in these last three and a half minutes, I want to just say, we will win. I want to thank you all for all your support, too, all the time, and for being here. You know, being part of the Tarabuster community wouldn't be, a, it wouldn't, we would, not, we would not have a show without you and I mean it and thank you Mark for being on the show and for your inspiring activism for sure and all your support financial spiritual emotional yep yep so, like I say, if you can become a patron, please do. Please do. At patreon.com slash taradevil. I'm going to have to set up some other things. I know that you can do, make uh, YouTube things. I haven't done that yet. Like a YouTube, join the YouTube or something. Join it. I got to make YouTube shorts, shit like that. I have so much work to do. It's so annoying. All right, buddy. I hear you. I hear you, honey. And yeah, I just have, and I have to fix up the Patreon page. So, but if you are a patron and you are a supporter of the show, you know who you are and you want a Tarabuster mug, you got to send me an email with your address, your name and address, the email at tarabustermedia at YouTube, at YouTube, at gmail.com. And we will, uh, we, me, meaning me, will send you a mug. Why the hell not? Yeah, that's what I can do. And there'll be other swag things. I think I'll have to, I gotta really 
work on that Patreon page. And I had other things we were going to talk about tonight, but we will obviously will never it will never end. There'll be more to talk about on our weekly show at least. We will have at least one weekly show during the week. Maybe more eventually if we get more supporters. So if you can, please become a patron at patreon.com. Share the show with your friends. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Support our sponsors like APS Radio News. And tell them, tell, tell Charlie that Tara sent you to APS Radio News. We will win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. That's the truth. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I'll see you soon. Ba-da-dum-bum. bum let us fix that, too. Fix that, too. I don't know why it does that. It's very annoying. <laughs> All right, my friends. You guys are great. Great. Thank you, Winston. Winston liked the show tonight. I'm happy to... I'm happy. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Stephen. And thank you, Mark, for coming on the show. Mark Middlestat, Shaping Progress. And thank you, Haiku, for being a moderator. And thank you, Jim, for being a moderator and your uh, super chat. And the super chats disappeared, so I don't know if anybody else sent a super chat, so... I don't want to miss anybody. I want to thank you for your support. You guys. All right, my friends. I got to go. I got to go lay down. So tired of it. It's exhausting. It is. The stupidity of, of seeing the stupidity drains me. You know? Going through that Twitter feed of, uh, the Northrop Grumman is exhausting. You know what I mean? Ugh. All right, guys, guys, guys. Thank you so much. I'm not sure what day we'll have a show. But we will. We will have a show. And in the meantime, remember, we're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy and humanity thank you guys check out accuratemessage.com make a account why not it's free it wouldn't hurt and uh, yeah I will see you very soon <laughs>